Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Hello everyone, this is I Know Best, the light-hearted look at the last seven days of women's football in Scotland, brought to you by Anyone's Game. I'm your host Gordon McComb and my pundits tonight are Kenny Bogue. Hello. Chris Toner. Yep. And Peter Quinn. Hi everyone. For those new to I Know Best, I've got four different topics. Tonight it's player, team, goal and soundbite of the week. And the pundits will argue why their choice is best. I then have them all making big predictions for the weekend ahead and we'll close things out with one final discussion about something that's completely out of left field that I've been thinking about this week. We're going to change up the scoring system once again. We do it all the time just to keep things interesting. And tonight I'm being judge, Judy and executioner with the final say on each argument. Introductions and rules out of the way. Let's dive into our first topic of the week. And that's going to be player of the week. So Kenny, why don't you kick us off with your choice of player of the week? Well, obviously, Gordon, we were lucky enough to, to witness some live football this weekend. It was great to see the, the leagues back playing. Uh, there were some brilliant performances, brilliant team performances. But for me, the standout performer of the weekend has to be Spartans Alana Marshall. Um, a hat-trick of assists to help her side come back from two down against Aberdeen. She managed to assist Callie Gibb and a double from Becky O'Braith. And obviously, Spartans won the match. So a hat-trick of assists, you can't get much better than that for an individual performance. Yeah, what a what a substitute appearance coming off the bench, and you know we talk about super sub. That is exactly the kind of substitution you want to uh, to make and, and the effect for it to have. Um, Chris, how about you? Yeah, well, it wasn't just the woodwork that was almost denied. Glasgow City a win and gave Hamilton a famous point against the champions. Um, no, it was um, Jenny Curry in between the sticks as well. She had a very busy afternoon. Um, keepers always expect a busy afternoon when they're one of, playing for one of these teams against one of the top sides she made a string of saves, some of them I would put as world class um, and it went a long way nearly giving Hamilton a point, she did unfortunately spill the shot that led to the goal um, but I more put that down to um, the her defender letting her down, clearing it straight into the path of the City player, there wasn't much she could have done about the goal itself so Jenny Curry, my player of the week. Yeah, fair to say, fantastic performance and uh, one of those that I'm sure she'll have been one of the most gutted in the changing room that you put that effort in and then uh, close of play, it just wasn't quite enough. But Peter, uh, why don't you round us out for player of the week? So I've gone for the, the same match and I think that it's it's difficult to have a, a better start for a new team than scoring the winner uh, on your SWPL debut. Uh, Kerry Beatty, who obviously signed for Glasgow City from Glentoran, um, scoring that late goal when it looked as, for all the world as if nothing would be going Glasgow City's way in around the penalty area. Um, I think she must be absolutely delighted with that to to get started on on the right foot for a new team. Yeah, certainly as well with the kind of the pressure of everything. You watch teammates miss chance after chance that to come off the bench and uh, like you say, get a winner. That's huge, absolutely massive. Um, God, I didn't. I never thought we'd be speaking about two substitutes for 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 player of the week. But it's testament to kind of the quality you get to show in, in such a short amount of time, or that they needed to show really in, in such a short amount of time. I really want to give it to Jenny Curry, but that it, you know that the game doesn't develop in the way that it, it needed to for her to get player of the week. It means it's got to go to Alana Marshall. I mean, a hat trick of assists is absolutely insane to come off the bench and pull that one off. So 
Um, congratulations to Lana Marshall and, and obviously to Kenny for uh, putting that choice forward. Um, that's uh, my final ruling on that. We'll head to our next category and we'll widen up the net just a little bit. And there's been plenty of action in both the SWPL 1 and 2 last weekend. So I want to hear which team rather than which player, which team stood out most for you. Chris, what do you think? Um, well, I've gone for High Flying Rangers, um, top of the league. Um, only one game they haven't won this season, that goal game against uh, Glasgow City. Um, yeah, after put a 14-1 winning performance in the Scottish Cup, um, they managed to put five past the team in Hearts that was coming off another amazing performance in the Cup. They put 13 goals into their game, so Rangers for me for being able to put such a good performance in against a side that was coming off a big win. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Uh, Rangers are um, going great guns and I, I remember I have visions of last season saying, you know, this is the side that, that wins the title and obviously it didn't quite happen, but um, they look at as assured, if not more so this year. Uh, but Kenny, in this week, there were other teams that played as well. Was there anyone else you'd pick out as a, a team of the week? Well, like I said, there was wonderful performances at the weekend. I was going to give it to Hibs because obviously they played really, really well against Celtic. But I have to say, high-flying as well, not in the same league, but Dundee United, they're on absolute fire. Uh, 11 games unbeaten. They, again, a bit like Rangers, they won 10 and drew 1, which was a 0-0 draw away to Glasgow Girls back in September. Of course, Glasgow Girls are five points behind Dundee United, but Dundee United do have a game in hand. Uh, Dundee United flying high at the top of the SWPL. 11 games unbeaten, so for me, they are my team of the week. Yeah, certainly top of the table with the SWPL too and, and ready to make the step up, you might think. And uh, there's plenty of time left in the season, but uh, you feel like anyone else in the SWPL too is going to have to start turning it on to, to keep pace. Uh, Peter, though, how about you for Team of the Week? I've gone for Hamilton. I think that it's been maybe a bit of a rough season for them. Uh, they've seen maybe Partick and Aberdeen come up and have a few results, whereas for them it's been a bit, bit of a rough a rough time of it. Um, so to put in a performance like that and compete um, and take the game right down to the wire against Glasgow City, uh, they, they'll have loads of positives that they can take from it and uh, hopefully for, for them it should, should help them compete well for the rest of this season. Yeah, certainly a, a lot to be optimistic about and you know, Hamilton at times have felt like a club that just needed the rub of the green again. They don't get it, but you know what? It's much better to be playing well but not getting the results than to not even be playing well, and that's not something I think you could level at Hamilton this season. Well, that's you guys put forward all your choices for Team of the Week, and Peter, I think I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you as well. It's I know it feels a bit strange picking one that says so nearly but not quite, but I do think, you know, Everyone loves the, the underdog story, and it was so, so close to coming true that, um, you know, Hamilton deserve, deserve the shout for, for Team of the Week in what was so nearly an absolutely phenomenal point and a great performance. Well, there were 31 goals scored in the top two leagues at the weekend, nearly a third of that total coming at one of the featured games for anyone's game at the weekend in that 8-1 win for Glasgow Girls and Women at home to Stirling University. So, Peter, you've got plenty, plenty of choice to pick from, but which strike caught your eye? I'm going to have to go for uh, Fran Ogilvie's 
uh, her second goal for Aberdeen against Spartans. Uh, cracking effort from right outside the, the penalty box, which at the time looked like it should be sending them comfortably on their way to a, a nice victory, which would have done them a lot of good, but didn't didn't quite go their way after that. But for the goal itself, I thought it was a, a cracking finish. Yeah, absolutely. Like we say, there was... You know, so many, so many to pick from. It's almost a shame that, you know, I feel like there's perhaps in picking three, we're leaving someone out who probably should have been included, but uh, France certainly well-deserving of a, a place on the list. Kenny, your turn to provide uh, a goal of the week. Well, like you said, Gordon, 31 goals this weekend in the Scottish women's football. What a weekend, what an advert for the game. And there was some absolute belters. Uh, I don't know if any of you saw Neve Guffrey's goal for Dundee United. Uh, she scored the fourth against St Johnson. It was a 25th for the club, and what a screamer. Chelsea Canet scored a stunner for Rangers with their fifth against Hearts. Um, but myself, Gordon, we were lucky to witness some great goals. First, we had Caitlin Canavan's lob at Glasgow Girls game, uh, and then we had two absolute fantastic goals at the Partick Motherwell game. Uh, Cara McBeatie scored a wonder free kick, but my winner, my goal of the weekend, has to be Amy Anderson's volley to equalise for Motherwell in the same game. And not only was that a brilliant finish, but the build-up play was excellent. It was Leanne Crichton sprayed it out to Kayla McDonald and Goo. She finds Carla Boyce. She sets it up lovely for Amy Anderson, and she volleys home the perfect finish. Make it 1-1 at the time. So that is my goal of the week, Gordon. Yeah, fair to say the Amy Anderson strike was a, a moment of real quality in a, in a first half that had some some real quality as well. One of those, um, you get to the, you get to halftime, you feel lucky to to have been the person at that game to have seen it as well. Uh, Chris, though, you're going to round us out for goal of the week. Yeah, I'm going with a bit of an interesting choice. Um, I've selected um, Demi Vance's goal that got scored underway for Rangers against Hearts. Um, bit of a debate over whether she meant it or not. Was it a cross? Was it an attempt at goal? But main thing is it found the back of the net and it was a well-taken cross-slash shot. Yeah, I'll take that, that opportunity just to open it to the floor. Uh, Kenny, Peter, you know, are we, where are we rolling this? Is, is this an intentional goal or an unintentional goal? I think her celebration tells you everything because she doesn't celebrate. She just keeps her hands down and just kind of walks away and she looks almost a wee bit sheepish, shall we say. Uh, and I think if you're meaning that goal, then you're giving it loudly, you know? You know, if you're shooting for there and it's going in, you're giving it loudly. And the fact that Debbie Vance just sort of shrieked over, her pals were saying, yeah, well done, you know, our teammates sound about her. But uh, I don't think she meant it. But like uh, Chris says, because in the back of the net, you'll take it. Yeah, exactly. I think it, 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 the end result is a great goal. Um, I think it's maybe a bit telling as well that I'd imagine Charlotte Parker-Smith might have felt that she could have done a wee bit better with it. Whereas if that's just a, a screamer that goes right in the top corner... The, you know, it's, it's a, a deliberate shot and maybe you hold your hands up um, but yeah, I think she's getting beat at her near post from, from that angle, she won't be too happy with Yeah, like you say I think uh, hard hard to think that uh, she's meant that deliberately as well and yeah, Peter, you're right I'm sure Parker Smith will look back at that one and say you know, maybe just deceived by something that, like we say, wasn't intentional Um and that's partly why she's she's caught out. Uh, not a great way as well for Hearts, who, you know, <laughs> it's a difficult enough time against Rangers when they get a slice of luck like that uh, to open the scoring. It's not uh, not a fantastic afternoon for you. Um, but time for me to rule the roost. Um, I don't, look, I feel bad because there's something in obviously being there and seeing a goal scored 
try to decide whether that's enough to tip the balance. But I think it is. I think it is. Amy Anderson, uh, you've got goal of the week from I Know Best this week. I think it's a, an absolute wonder strike. Add in that she sports the club and it's a first time find the back of the net for Motherwell. Um, it, factors combine to make that an obvious choice, I think. There's a lot of talk in football and our pundits have sorted through the wheat from the chaff and come up with their pick for soundbite of the week. Kenny, you're up first. Well, for me, Gordon, we were at the game um, and it's something we should expect. Big things from this young lady, but uh, if you remember after the game, obviously, Caitlin Canavan, uh, we asked her if she was going to get the match ball after her first ever hat-trick against Stirling University, uh, as obviously the team won 8-1. Glasgow, girls, oh, sorry, Glasgow women during the week tweeted a picture of young Caitlin with her match ball. So that was obviously lovely. And it's, I just have to admit, she's someone to look out for for the future, a very young age. But our, um, our first goal, Gordon, was absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? The keeper was off the line and she lobbed her. And then obviously to get the hat trick, she had to slot home the penalty. And obviously it takes big, you know, it takes guts to start up, stand up there and slot at home. So yeah, I just thought it was lovely seeing her with her first ever match ball after her first ever hat trick. So that for me was the sound bite. I know it's not sound bite, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Tweet of the week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I let you see. After having the conversation with her after full time uh, and her not really knowing what the what the protocol was for it, it was nice to see the update of just that confirmation that, that, that things were sorted for yeah. a, a great performance and uh, yeah, I know, absolutely. Peter, what have you got for us for Soundbite of the Week? I've gone for Partick Thistle, goal scorer Claire Doherty. Uh, she got the, the important equaliser at the, um, to make that two each. And after the game, she was talking about the, the battling qualities of their team uh, coming from behind quite a lot this season. Uh, and kind of battling against some of the bigger teams in particular, putting in good performances, um, which has really characterised their season a bit. Uh, they they weren't expecting to come up, but we've talked quite a bit before uh, in the first half of the season about how well they competed against Glasgow City, Rangers, Celtic uh, in matches that we've seen. So it's interesting to hear her talk about that, and I wonder if that's something that they'll manage to continue throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, certainly a, a side that are... You know, leave not afraid to leave it all out in the pitch when it comes to performances. I think that goal kind of that she, I say she scored the goal, the the forty yard screamer as Brian Graham described it to us after the game. Uh, I said they've been saying in the changing room, um, kind of typified how they've been how they've been going. It's just never give up and just gamble and take your chance, uh, and they got it and they got it. But Chris, why don't you round us out for your soundbite of the week? Um, so at the end of the highlights on sports scene of the. Celtic and Hibs game, the commentator said that Celtic's title chances are slipping away um, and that game of course occurred at the Tony Macaroni Arena which is a bit of a cursed ground for the Celtic men's team, it seems like it's transcending a bit into the women's game as well, that the team went there and didn't get the three points out of that stadium, they now find themselves seven points behind Rangers who obviously look unstoppable at the moment so I really think the commentator summed it up in saying that, that the their title chances are slipping away Yeah, are leaving the stadium then Chris? <laughs> Aye Aye it, uh, it, it was a, not, not a fantastic afternoon for Celtic it, it's got to be said at a time in the season where you know that that's the kind of game they needed to see out to make sure that they you know, keep up with the the league leaders and yeah yeah I, I think you're right in terms of picking that one out because it's the SWPL Cup win was a was a big step forward but uh, in terms of the league is that 
you know, maybe starting to get to a point where we're speaking about a bridge too far in terms of gaining the points back on Rangers. Well, I'll, uh, uh, I don't know quite where I'm going to go with Soundbite of the Week this time. I tell you what, Chris, I'm going to give it to you for Soundbite of the Week. I think you're spot on. Like I say, it's uh, an important point to make at the end of what was, you know, a difficult result and a difficult performance in the end for Celtic. Um, as you mentioned as well, the way that Rangers are playing it, getting to that stage where it's starting to look difficult for, for teams to catch them and with the gap that Celtic have, it's, uh, it's a lot of ground now for them to make up. Well, that's enough of looking back. We turn our attentions forward to the coming weekend and there's plenty to keep us entertained. At the bottom end of both the SWPL 1 and 2, we've got a Lanarkshire Derby and Aberdeen Hearts that could shuffle the pack at the bottom half of the SWPL. And the SWPL 2, winless Queen's Park, face Stirling University. And should they finally break their duck this weekend, they'd switch places with Stirling at the foot of the table. And it's now that time for our pundits to peer into the crystal ball and tell us what their predictions are for that weekend to come. What do you see happening on Sunday, Chris? Um, so I'm going to say that Hibs do one better than last week and they hand Rangers their first league defeat of the season. I just think that particularly in the second half, um, Hibs had a quite a good performance. Um, they maybe could have and should have had more than one goal. They had their share of chances and that might have made a difference. And I just believe that building off that second half performance, getting a point against Celtic, they'll be grimly confident that they can do something against Rangers. It would be a, a fantastic return to league, league action should they take a point off Celtic and uh, get the three points against Rangers if you're spot on with that as well. Peter, though, how about you for a prediction? Well, I'm going to go with Hamilton to win the Lanarkshire Derby. Um, they've come close a lot this season, as we've said, but they haven't managed to pick up a win since the opening week against Hearts. Uh, I think, though, that the the good coaching team that they've got, the, the experienced players, the leaders in the team, will be able to keep the momentum from their performance this week going into next week and pick up a win over Motherwell. Would be an absolutely massive way to, as you say, pick up a win for the first time since the start of the season. Uh, sure there's Hamilton fans listening that are <laughs> absolutely hoping your prediction is going to come true. All right, Kenny, you're last up for big prediction. What do you have? Well, Gordon, we've spoken about it all show. There was 31 goals in the both leagues last weekend. Uh, we've been talking about great goals all show as well. I'm going to go for this weekend because I'm looking at the ties. Spartans, Glasgow City, it could be tight or it could be a landslide. Hart and Lothian, Aberdeen, you're looking at a 3 2 there. I don't know which way. <laughs> Partick, this was Celtic again. You don't know, it could be tight, it could be a landslide. Rangers, Hibs. I think Chris is wrong. I think Rangers will, will beat Hibs. Um, but I'm going to go for there being over 25 goals in the SWPL 1 on Sunday, Gordon. Tell you what, if uh, if your predictions come true and folk aren't getting themselves down to games, they're going to be absolutely gutted because that genuinely, no. 25 I goals... Oh, in... well, that's a 4 each. Oof. That's a 5-4. 4 each, 5-4. Right, so we're going over 25 goals in the SWPL 1 on Sunday. That is an a entertaining weekend of football if uh, if that comes to pass. Uh, all right, all right. Well, you've heard what everyone's had to say. Uh, I'm not going to weigh in over this one because I don't need to. So, Peter, what uh, what, what do you think of the predictions that the, the guys have put forward? I think there are, it's, it's some interesting ones, certainly. Um, I think that Hibs taking the momentum in from the the last match, uh, I can see that happening. I think they'll give Rangers a really tough game. 
perhaps tougher than they'll be expecting. Uh, especially coming off a couple of really straightforward results for Rangers in their last couple of matches against uh, Stennis Muir and Harch. Uh, for for Kenny's prediction, though, I, I really hope he's right. That'll be fantastic. Going to some matches and seeing what was that? That be five a match, uh, five goals per match. I would take that any day of the week. So hopefully that comes true. Rooting for Kenny here. Uh, yeah, Chris, what do you what do you make of the predictions? Um, I think they're interesting. Um, Peter might not be wrong about the Hamilton finally getting a win, the first in the league since the opening weekend. Um, just looking at their string of results, there was a few close games in the league. I think they might have been done out by what stoppage time goals that denied them points, not just the last weekend there, but a few games ago. Um, coming off as well a 14-0 cup win against Inverness City so that's momentum we carry forward into the league um, having a look at the fixtures Kenny's prediction could go either way could be massively under or as they say it's alluding to games like Barton's Glasgow that could be a landslide so could go over either way so I think that could potentially be middle ground sort of middle five, 25 goals sorry I just can't believe you both are, are sitting here speaking about Spartans, Glasgow City think it's going to be a landslide at. Look, Spartans are good. I think Glasgow City are struggling a bit, but I don't think they're. Look, if Robin McCaffrey gets a hat trick, I'll, look, I'll be impressed as anyone. Excuse me, Gaffer. I said that it could be tight or it could be a landslide. I didn't say who the landslide way, way exactly. was going to go. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, Rangers Hibs, that a landslide? Who knows? The title race could get turned upside down. Um, could be 6 4, perhaps. Never know. Well, I don't need to weigh in and make a choice here for predictions. We'll wait and see who's right come the close of play on Sunday night. Will Hibbs inflict a league defeat on Rangers? Could Hamilton win the Lanarkshire Derby? Or will we get an absolute bucketful in the SWPL in terms of the goals scored on Sunday? Well, we'll just have to wait and see. There is one thing we do know, and that's who's won I know best this week. Congratulations, Kenny. Thank you. Again, raising hands triumphantly. I love on an audio podcast, uh, we all have video, but we can see, so we all can see Kenny celebrating uh, a little bit eagerly. Uh, no one listening at home is going to be able to, to see it, Kenny, but I rest assured they should know you've, uh, you've enjoyed that win. Which is why I explained it in fully, raising hands triumphantly. Hey, so the, the viewers can imagine, or the listeners. <laughs> the theatre of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> The beauty of podcasting. <laughs> we should uh, scuttle across now to our left field discussion to end things off. Uh, now, normally we do go for something completely different, but given it was Blue Monday at the start of the week, thought instead we just have a little bit of a check-in with each other, just see how we're all doing. It's been a difficult month, I'm sure, uh, for plenty of folk, and uh, we just wanted to take the time to urge all our listeners to do the same, to make sure you're catching up with... Uh, friends and family and, and making sure everyone's doing okay in what is like I say a, a traditionally a difficult time of the year uh, for some so Chris how are you doing? Okay um, January's always a bit of a rotten month to be honest um, it's always I find that kind of come down from the Christmas New Year festivity period kind of getting your head back down into to reality sort of thing um, but just keep yourselves surrounded by good company regularly check in people to keep your mind and body active um, 
if you're going to be this new year, new me, sign up to the gym, keep at it, not, not just this month, keep at it and feel the benefit for it, physically and mentally. Yeah, uh, I'm doing alright as well. I think uh, I agree entirely with what Chris said there. Uh, it's really important keeping yourself active, keeping yourself busy, uh, which is what I've been trying to do. Uh, uni doesn't start back till the end of the month, so in the meantime, plenty of placements to be arranged, plenty of different things to, to keep myself occupied. Uh, I've started playing playing rugby again, so t- stuff like take up a new sport can be a massive, massive boost to your positivity, uh, to your to your mental health in general. So I would I would advise people if, if anyone's listening who's kind of having a bit of a, a down period, find find some physical activity if you can, uh, and. Yeah, it just is. It's a great stress release and helps you helps you get back on the right track. Are you, how are you getting on at uni, boys? Uh, have you got your placement sorted out? We'll go to you first, Chris. Um, don't know have any placements or that yet, but uh, yeah, I'll come through in the end. What about you, Peter? You get work experience organised? Yeah, so in the process of getting it organised at the moment, so that uh, a funny feeling that might be just about as busy as doing the placements and work experience itself. Uh, so yes, talking to as many people as I can, getting stuff arranged. It's going to be a, a busy few months, I think, over the next next couple of months, but I'm really looking forward to it. should be good. That's brilliant. Like you say, keep yourself active. I have to echo what the young gentleman has said. Uh, keeping yourself active definitely helps with your, your sort of mental health. I'm quite lucky. I've just started a new job with Sky. It's just doing sales at the moment, but I'm hoping to go from sales to the studio, if that makes sense. So I'm hoping for the six-month plan. <laughs> from ah, sales lovely. to Sky Studio six months now nah, I doubt it but uh, obviously new year like you said Chris new year new start uh, I haven't actually been to the gym yet I'm, I'm talking about doing that but uh, I have been eating lots of chocolate to ensure that I must go to the gym um, so yeah but uh, no, like the boys said keep yourselves active and it's always good to speak to people as well uh, I was working from home for a period last year and I missed human contact um, and the only thing that got me through was actually know speaking to my friends and um you know telling people how i felt so yeah like the like everyone says it's good to talk yeah the key thing as well is you know if you're feeling you know really unhappy really uh i guess not well and that's the way i kind of i think we perhaps should be speaking about it in terms of you know you don't have to be physically unwell to be unwell um so if you are feeling uh like it's all getting a bit much don't forget there are plenty of avenues uh, and plenty of folk that will be willing to listen. Um, Samaritan's number that in case folk don't know is 116123 uh, and that's free and open all day every day. Um, so let's say it's easy to just say like reach out and, and speak to friends but you know um, sometimes the hardest thing is, is making that step and there are plenty of resources and uh, plenty of places to turn um, should things feel like they're getting too much but also you know even if even if you don't feel like it's got that bad it's sometimes good just to have that conversation like the one just now well that almost wraps things up the only thing we've got left to do is have a little bit of a, a chat about what's coming up next on anyone's game Kenny you're uh, off to a game this weekend yes I'm very much looking forward to it I'm going to the Lanarkshire Derby uh, Hamilton, of course, versus Motherwell. Motherwell, very impressive last week, and of course Hamilton as well. Uh, almost as as we, we voted, obviously team of the week. So almost get that point, these, those points against Glasgow City. But I'm looking forward to it, and I think it'll be, I think it'll be end to end. I think it'll be a right proper battle. 
uh, hopefully there'll be a few fans there as well from both sides and that'll create a bit of atmosphere because how good was the atmosphere Gordon at the weekend at the Motherwell Partick game it was brilliant wasn't it I mean there wasn't even that many fans but the, you know everyone getting involved and you know it was just brilliant it just brought a right atmosphere to the match but I am looking forward to it I feel like every time I, I, I talk about this it, it, it seems disingenuous because you have to say it so much but it's, uh, for all of us I think that have been to games during Covid and being there without fans now having fans back and in good voice and everything it's made all the difference in the world and brilliant. you know the reason people mention it so much is because the change is so stark and it's so nice to have fans back in so yeah uh, an extra derby that's absolutely completely bouncing. Just like the flag up as well, having a conversation with St Mirren women manager Kate Cooper, the club's only in its third year of operation uh, down in the SWF Championship South, second bottom, and, and you know it's been a, a real difficult season uh, for them. So it'd be interesting to hear about how you know you build a project and, and how you cope with a season like the season they're having as well. Um, so plenty of good things to come on anyone's game as well as the usual. Uh, and the only other thing that's left to do is just to remind you to get across to games at the weekend have a look there's plenty of games going on across Scotland and uh, plenty of teams that would absolutely love to have your support across it and the last thing to do is to say thank you to all my pundits for coming on and sharing their views and to Kenny for winning obviously as well so thanks for coming on Chris thank you thanks for coming on Kenny thank you very much for having me Gordon and thanks for coming on Peter yeah, thanks, Gordon. Well done, Kenny. All right, well, that's all for today. You'll hear us in the next one. <laughs>